Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. back everyone to another great amazing stupendous wonderous episode of the elder scrolls off the record a quest gaming network production available for you to download love all over the place and listen to of course on itunes google play stitcher radio and of course our website questgamingnetwork.com today's record date is sundas the 7th of second seed and I am your host and fellow Tamriel Traveler who refuses to eat a magic donut delivered by a very nice southerner, southern fairy in a sparkly pink tutu to fill up his depleted stamina attribute during his shifts as Paladin Popo because he's a poopy head. That's if right. Arwen... <laughs> also, oh, I think lot. it's the sixth. <laughs> that's a lot. What's that, Liz? It's the, it's the sixth, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Today's record date is Sundas, the <laughs> sixth of second seed. <laughs> we were just talking about Cinco de Mayo, which was yesterday. Which was yesterday. So. Yeah. Fail already. <laughs> yeah. Today's, uh... Yesterday was Revenge of the Fifth. Right. Oh, God! Right? <laughs> you know, my mother dressed up as Kylo Ren for May the 4th. I, I heard that on Twitter. She's 70. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That's that's pretty amazing. Uh, that that uh, that lady that you're listening to right right over there uh, has actually attended a shotgun wedding before. She is the one and only queen of the Umalot, Mistress Lebo. Hi. Hi. I have attended a shotgun wedding before. Have you? Yes. And the wedding yesterday was held at a gun range. <laughs> that's weird. And it wasn't yours. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, God. I would Knew love it. to have my wedding at a gun range. No of our wedding. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Uh, the, the quiet one over here uh, can give you the scientific explanation as to why Milk gives you a mustache. He is the keeper of lore here on this show. Mike, the Tamrielic historian. Welcome back, Mike. After two months of not being Woo! around, we finally got him back. Welcome back. <laughs> Yeah. So I did look up to find out why milk does give you a milk mustache, and come to find out, it was a milk product that they used, where it was a blend of different cheeses and ice creams along with milk to cause it to stick to their face to give them the milk mustache. Told you he can give you that explanation. There it is. Yeah, but is that like for sh photo away. shoots or something? That's for photo shoots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like they got milk stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're old advert ad on you know milk does your body good or something shit like that. Or if you're lactose intolerant, milk gives you the shits, I guess. <laughs> wow. 
I'm so <laughs> yeah, happy he went there. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Good to have you back, Mike. Missed you. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> In a new place, uh, you know, much quieter. There will be no more war horns, although Aww. there could be dragons that fly overhead because it is in uh, the line of the airport. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> there are some large creatures that fly over the apartment now. <laughs> All right. All right. No, we got a running joke on uh, QGMTG. Uh, there's a. <laughs> you, can, you can tell I've been a cop for too long. Uh, there's this particular Magic the Gathering card. It's called Shivan Dragon, but it's spelled S H I V A N. So in my mind, I, I pronounce it Shivan. Oh. <laughs> so I say Shivan Dragon. Of course, Mithril makes fun of me like you wouldn't believe. So now it's a running joke. So we've got some Shivan Dragons flying over Mike's house today. I, I like Liz's pronunciation of it, the Midwest pronunciation of Shivan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, the strongest man in Tamriel when it's time when it's clobbering time, you call Tequila. No, Zephin. This gentleman right here is Zephin. How you doing? Tequila. <laughs> I'm I'm doing all right. I don't have any uh why milk gives you diarrhea jokes like Mike, but I am here. Right. Hey, what are you drinking? Tequila. Here we go. <laughs> Feliz Cinco, Zephin. How 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 was your uh Cinco yesterday? Hey, it was fantastic. That's why I have tequila. <laughs> Can't remember it. It was good. Can't be that good if he still has tequila left over. Well, yeah. I bought a lot. Uh, yeah, I can see him with, with like a crate, you know, in preparation. Yeah. That's a good point. You got to prepare properly. That's a good point. You can't run out. Is Although I an... did try, was it Mescal? The other drink that uh, comes from Mexico. And uh, all I could say is it tasted like that cough spray that we used to have in the 70s that had like four <laughs> in it. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why a lot of people don't drink it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to this party and they're like, oh, we're making margaritas, but we don't have tequila. We have this other stuff. I'm like, okay, I've never had that. <laughs> I'm like, how old is this stuff? And are you trying to like drag me into a room? <laughs> <laughs> Chloroform, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Had like this, uh, the phenol smell that uh, was in chlor was it chloroseptic? I think. Yeah, chloroseptic. Yeah. Wow. Well, for me, I'll uh, stick to my apple juice. Apple juice, yeah. my yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big how uh, howdy and hello to <laughs> uh, to everyone in our Twitch chat room, including Hellswarm, uh, who is now following us on Twitch. Thank you very much. Yay. Uh, Zephyr, before we get the show kicked off, uh, why don't you tell everyone uh, who uh, who has sponsored our our show in part today? Yes, this episode is brought to you by our awesome Patreon supporters, including our brand new supporter Blaine Atkinson, and by our fi uh, iTunes five star reviewers in the United States, Jeffrey twenty three ninety three and Jokey. That's with two Y's. Also, congratulations to Knight Sarsgaard and Paladin Drunken Chewy for winning this round's Patreon giveaway. Yay! Oh! Your Steam and Amazon gift cards will be sent to you once you follow the instructions we emailed to you. Join us at patreon.com slash questgamingnetwork. Uh, that Woo! is right. Uh, one of the things that we're actually going to be doing... Listen, I'm, I'm gonna be, uh, we're going to be upfront and honest with you guys. There is not much news. Uh, to talk about this week and I actually kind of waffled back and forth on should we even do a show um, 
Obviously, yeah. the answer is hell Did yeah. Did you even say it? I, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, the answer is obviously hell yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is, um, again, uh, what we're doing this week is uh, we're going to be presenting to you uh, the the Sigic Order skill line. Uh, if there's nothing to talk about next week, we're going to do something else in regards to Somerset, uh, which is obviously the new chapter coming out uh, next month in Elder Scrolls Online. We're going to pick out uh, a new thing in Elder in in that that chapter, and we're gonna we'll be presenting it to you on the show uh, for for the following week. So, like I said, ESOTR is back weekly. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I know we had to unfortunately uh, skip last week and, and maybe even the week before. Um, but that was, that was, you know, some scheduling conflicts and issues. Uh, but we're back weekly guys. I guarantee it. Um, okay. Liz, I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, you know, QGNCon 2018. Okay. Tickets are now on sale. Questgamingnetwork.com. Saturday, July 28th, starting at 3 PM till midnight free food in Manhattan. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a Magic the Gathering tournament. We're going to be recording live podcasts right then and there. We're going to have a live D&D session as well. Uh, we're going to have hosts there, meet and greets all day long, plus uh, retro gaming is going to be going on. Come on down for uh, 80 bucks a ticket. If you're already going to be in Manhattan, come on down to the Baseball Center from 3 p.m. till midnight. We're going to feed you for free in Manhattan. You're, you'll be entered if you want to join. Uh, you'll be entered into a Magic the Gathering tournament with prizes. You're going to get a free swag bag. You're also going to get a brand new um, uh, QGNCon 2018 t-shirt. Okay? That's going to be something that you know you don't, you don't have to purchase. It'll be there for you uh, as well. If you're a Patreon supporter, your ticket is already paid for. doesn't matter what Whoa! tier you're at. That's awesome. So if you're a Patreon supporter at the $3 tier, the $5 tier, the $8 tier, it doesn't matter. Your $80 ticket, uh, it's on me, guys. So come on down, okay? Uh, just let me know. If you're a Patreon supporter, just let me know if you're going to be there. This way I can order your T-shirt because uh, I'm, ba I'm basing it on ticket sales right now. So um, I'll order up your T-shirt. You come on in. We'll feed you for free. And and there's, there's that. So just let me know that you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I, I'm going to be there. I, I know. I know you're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let you know. I, I know. I appreciate that, guys, by the way. Thank you. Um, so, RSVP. so there's, yeah. So there's, so there's that, uh, you can get your tickets at, uh, questgamingnetwork.com. Click on the QGN con tab. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and it's, it's Saturday. It's on, it's a uh, July 28th, 3 PM till midnight. It's on a Saturday. So it's it's a hopefully it's a it's on the weekend. It's a great time for everyone. So hopefully we can see uh, lots of you folks come on out. And uh, we had a great show up, uh, great crowd show up last last year. And I'm I'm hoping we get another great uh, great crowd showing up this year. Yeah, and if we get donuts this year, and they say hey, hold that that blueberry one that Elizabeth really wants, um, actually hold it. <laughs> I didn't I get my blueberry donut, and I'm still really upset about that. You butthead! <laughs> That's my okay. favorite one. <laughs> well, it was either that or he was going to hold it between his nice. butt cheeks. Oh, mm. yeah, okay. That, it's sticky. yours at that point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Avi Optimal just cheered us for uh, 200 bits in our, uh, our chat room. Thank you very much, Avi. And uh, give him a follow over on his uh, YouTube channel, uh, Avi Optimal, A-V-I optimal 
as YouTube Audio's channel. Awesome. Thank you for the bits, man. Uh, all right. Well, um, we have we have Mike, but unfortunately, there's no Jazzle Dar. Yeah, he's still uh, looking for uh, where he is. I haven't logged into ESO in almost two months now. So, well, that means that we don't have a Two Moons horoscope. However, we still have the not Two Moons horoscope with Stuart Nordley, the intellectually limited and slightly aggressive Nordic fortune teller from Kinds Grove. Stuart, I hand it over to you. Hi, this is Stuart Nordley, and uh, I may be highly intoxicated at the moment on Nordic mead. I am in sound mind enough to give you your fortune as such. Don't get fresh with the Nordic baristas. She won't give you any more mead and may even slap you in the face. Get her high elf necromancer boyfriend to turn you into a zombie for half a day. You end up waking up on the wrong side of a cold mountain, naked and laying next to a giant sandy foot. Thank you. <laughs> but at least you didn't marry a hag raven. Right. Good job, Stuart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking as a barista and as a former beer wench, I will say, yeah, be nice to him because they might give you free beer. Yeah. Stuart, you uh, you keep saying. your hands to yourself underneath those tables. You understand me, Stuart? <laughs> He's nodding. Well, Liz, do you have a high elf necromancer boyfriend that we should know about? That's the real question. I'm not going to tell you if I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, you know what? Our first like segment. Our, our our first segment of the evening uh, went off like gangbusters last episode. Let me tell you, hot dog. Uh, gearing up with Zephin. Mm-hmm. Gearing up with Zephin. No, I was I was waiting for uh, you know more more applause, something okay. a little more exciting. All you right. can keep going. Oh, you, we could do this. Oh, all right, hold and on. And we're gearing on up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, hailing all the way from Michigan in the United States, is the one, the only, the strongest man in Tamriel will tell you how to gear yourself, but don't take it too seriously. Zephyr! Yay! <laughs> uh, this week's set, we have Livewire. <laughs> so this is a new set that came out with Clockwork City. It does have the style Apostle style. And since, Navarro, when you asked me about what does this set look like, or that, that style, style look like, I added a nice little link there at the bottom of this section. Uh-huh. Click on, so it's really easy to, to find it. I like it, um, thank you. And it looks awesome. I, I love the look of this. Uh, it is a heavy armor type, um, and as such, we have uh, two items gives you four uh, percent healing taken. Three items is uh, increases your max health. Four items adds four percent healing taken, and five items we have uh, when you take damage, you have a twenty five percent chance to overload your circuits, applying concussion to enemies within eight meters of you. And healing for a thousand health for each enemy hit. This effect can occur once every ten seconds. So, um, now the uh, the thing with this set is, I mean, obviously it's a it's a heavy armor set, um, adds a lot of healing and everything. The the really cool thing about this set is that um, it's adding concussion to your enemies, which is increasing the damage that everybody's doing to the enemies around you. 
Uh-huh. And even though it, it, Ooh, this is pretty. Yeah. So like, it's, it's really Not cool. Pretty. So if you don't have somebody that's running like a lightning staff or something that's adding a lot of concussion to enemies, then you can run this and, and, and get that same benefit from it. So is, um, you know, there, there are a couple caveats with this and that is, even though it does say, uh, to enemies, eight meters of you, and it's like an AOE. The weird thing about this set is it does not hit all enemies within eight meters of you. It uh, it kind of shoots out in in waves um, around you that uh, kind of hit like think of it as a compass, so like uh, like north, northeast, east. You know, um, it, it goes in in eight different areas. So enemies that are around you could possibly get missed by this. Um, so, I mean, that kind of sucks. The other thing that the set doesn't mention that it does actually do is it does do a small amount of damage to the enemies around you. When I say small, I mean really small because it only does like at, at max level, like, uh, you know, maybe like two, 300, you know, points of damage to everybody, but it does do a little bit of damage. The other thing with this set is you do actually have to take damage. So if you are like a bubble tank and you like to, you know, have uh, shields on you and stuff all the time and you're not taking any damage, this thing is not going to go off. Um, so kind of keep that in mind. If you did want to run this set anyway, even though you are a bubble tank, I would just recommend when you want it to go off, which is about every eight to 10 seconds, drop your shield um, to let you know yourself take a little bit of damage, have it you know boost out, concuss everybody, then pop your shield back up again. Now, also with the healing that you get off of that, uh, the tooltip does say a thousand health for each enemy hit. However, there are um, there are a few things that actually boost it. So, like if you have anything in your champion trees, um, any buffs uh, that you have on yourself to increase the amount of healing that you're taking, um, that will increase it. And I've seen increases of you know fifteen hundred plus uh, health uh, for each enemy hit. So it can it can get kind of up there. Wow. Now, uh, as far as this this set goes, if you really really want to take it all the way to the max with this type of play style, um, you could throw on like leeching plate, which also gives you a bunch of health coming back to you um, with with enemies right next to you, and it's a really really good set. I like using it if you're running earmuffs, Liz, a heal tank. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's really good for a heal tank because you're constantly getting healed without actually having to use uh, abilities. Then you'll just have to use your healing abilities as like supplemental, you know. Um, but for the most part, this will keep you up. It's, it's really, really good, especially if you're facing a lot of enemies at the same time, like swarms of enemies. It's it's really awesome. Um, now, the, the other thing with this set is it... Um, it is a very short range. It's only eight meters. So you got to make sure the enemies are up near you. Uh, from what I have found is in PvP, it doesn't really seem to work all that great. You know, you have to get them in, in near you, you know, hope that it goes off while they're next to you. A lot of times in PvP, people try to stay ranged or they, they're in and out constantly. Um, not only that, but there's also that chance that it'll completely miss and it only pops off about every 10 seconds. So... You know, I mean, that being said, I really wouldn't recommend it for PvP. Um, but if you're running P- 
PvE. It is a really good heal tank set. It's also really good if you're trying to get your uh, speed runs down in dungeons. Maybe you don't have those achievements. Maybe you just like doing speed runs. If you have a tank running this, you're going to be concussing enemies, increasing the damage taken. You can take three DPSers while you're heal tanking, and you can burn through the dungeon a lot faster. Did I miss anything? Uh, I, I wouldn't know if you did, but it sounds pretty great to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like the fact that this thing's got a twenty five percent chance to, uh, to to pop off your your five out of five here. You got twenty five percent is huge. I mean that, yeah, that thing massive. will go off regularly. Four percent healing taken is the two out of two. Uh, your three out of three, okay, one thousand two hundred and six max health. Uh, the four piece set, right? Four percent healing taken on top of that, so it's eight percent in total. Yep. And now the five out of five. When you take damage, 25% chance, which is massive, overload the circuits, applying concussion, healing, uh, you know, healing, uh, healing you for a thousand health for each enemy hit. And it can occur once every 10 seconds. So, right. um, and like, like I said, if you really want to take this over the top, yeah, run this with leeching plate because leeching plate also has, uh, 4% healing taken or, uh, 4% healing taken and 4% healing taken. Plus, its five piece also um, heals you, so it's uh, there's there's a lot of healing going on if you're running both of these side by side. All right. Uh, again, this is the live wire set, guys. It's a it's a heavy armor type, um, and you get this in Clockwork City. You're saying? Not yes. To be confused yeah, you can get it with in the Mountain Dew version. <laughs> <laughs> you get it in Clockwork City. It can drop off of uh, mobs. You can get it in quests. You can get it in dungeons. Um, but you can pick it up pretty much anywhere, and it does drop in every set, uh, uh, every item. So all your ar uh, armor, weapons, jewelry, you can get it in anything. The jewelry does drop in healthy only, but we also have, um, you know, jewel crafting coming if you're not interested in getting healthy jewelry. Mm. Exactly. You know, we're uh, jewel crafting. You know, keep that in the back of your mind, guys. That was a really good thing to bring up, by the way, because. Keep that in the back of your mind. We are getting jewel crafting uh, coming up, folks. So all these sets that we are going to be talking about, you know, jewel crafting can uh, you you can directly affect what you're what you're wearing, the jewelry set that you're wearing, uh, in some way to maybe even augment some of these these um, sets that we're going to be talking about in the future. Um, Mike, would you, would you have anything on this? Not really. Um, you know, I. I usually get rid of uh, the live wire set, um, but I might actually start keeping that, some of these. That's why we have 50 billion of them in the bank. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're really easy to come by. They're bind on equip. You can buy them. You can get them, you know, trade them, whatever. Real easy to get. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you already mentioned this, Zeph, but uh, where where would this fit in? In, in gameplay, do you think this is like a questing set? Do you think this is, uh, I mean, I know it's not, but I'm asking anyway. Um, do you think this is something you'd run into in, um, you know, normal dungeons uh, or veteran dungeons? Or is this something that you would you would run into in certain types of dungeons? What, what sort of setting do you think that this would, would work best in, that it would be optimized in? I think this one would be best if you're running a, a four-man dungeons. Um, I would not run this on a tank in Trials. Um, and 
I, I don't even really think that I would really run it um, just doing like solo play throughout the world. Now, if you like to, you know, have a little bit of fun, get crazy, or just don't like grouping up with people and you wanted to do four-man dungeons by yourself, definitely a solid, you know, set piece to run. Right. You're definitely not speaking on, uh, uh, from, from knowing that from doing it, right? <laughs> I have done it. <laughs> of course. With <not>. this set. <laughs> Uh, it, now, is, it is helpful. <laughs> now, as as a as a tank, okay, when I hear twenty five percent chance to overload your circuits, applying concussion to enemies within eight meters of you, and healing for a thousand health for each enemy hit, okay, and then you're telling me it has a chance to do a little bit of damage, I'm thinking, ooh, that's a really good way to not necessarily do any kind of DPS, but as a tank, a really good way of just like, um. Uh, of taunting trash that's that's all around uh the 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 boss and and just bringing it to me keeping my group safer does that actually work with the set um not necessarily it will pop off right away so if you go you know running in as the tank and you're your first one in there um into a group of enemies it, it's going to go off immediately i mean when you have you know four or five guys hitting you all, all right around the same time, it will go off immediately. Um, so, yes, you will get that in, in, initial taunt, so to speak. Um, but, I mean, also keep in mind, ESO runs differently than other MMOs where the damage that you do or anything like that does not mean uh, aggro. You know, right. we, it's not that, okay, I hit them first, so now they're going to stay on me. These guys are going to go all over the place until you actually put a taunt on them. So they might stay on you. They might switch targets. They'll, they're going to go wherever they feel like going. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I suppose it, it could use as, as, as an initial hit on uh, on multiple enemies, um, but not really its, its intended purpose. Is this something worth uh, working towards? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I like having it because, like I said, it's really good for speed runs. And if you're going for those achievements on those speed runs, it comes in handy quite a bit. Okay. So it's it's definitely something that you're you're going to want in your back pocket. Is it something that you're going to want to work towards if you're working towards, say, like trial runs? No. No, don't. I, I would just pass it up. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Liz, any questions? No. Not, not not yet. Yeah. Not uh, yet. Did you see it, you, and I, I like the or? name Livewire. Uh, well, you know, I don't run, you know, tank builds. So not yet, but I see right. the name, and I get all excited because I'm like, like ooh, that looks pretty. And then <laughs> I, I realize it's not for me, and it's sad. I'm sorry. Aww. Aww. Oh. But yeah, but I mean, do do keep in mind, like I said, that concussion is 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 pretty awesome. It because it, it applies minor vulnerability, so it increases the damage taken by like eight percent. I mean, that's huge. All right. Uh, well, I love concussing people. Zephan, thank you very much. Uh, that was our our second uh, our second attempt at uh, at gearing up uh, the new segment here on the show. And it. Uh, hey, it was great job. Great job. Um, we got a lot of positive feedback from the, uh, the first one that you, you did last episode. And, uh, this one is, is just as good. So Appreciate glad it. to hear that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's jump into our, uh, our discussion topic for, uh, for, for this week, uh, which is let's be Sigics. Uh, yes, we're going to be Sigic 
Order members in Somerset ESO uh, coming up just next month, guys. And um, Zenimax Online Studios released on ElderScrollsOnline.com. All of the active abilities, the ultimate ability, and all of the passives for the Sigic Order skill line. And uh, we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to go over them with you today. Uh, Mike, you want to uh, jump on some of these uh, active abilities here for me? Yeah, so the first one is Time Stop. Freeze the passage of time at the target location, gradually reducing the movement speed of enemies in the area during the cast before finally stunning them in place when the cast is complete. It then morphs into two different ones, Borrowed Time and Freeze Time. Borrowed Time. Enemies that are stunned have their next heal completely negated for a few seconds. <sighs> freeze Time. Removes the cast time, but it takes longer to stun the enemies. The second one, imbue weapons, imbues your weapon with power, causing your next light attack to deal an additional physical damage. That can be morphed into elemental weapon, converts into a magicka ability and deals magicka damage, applies a random elemental status effect. Or to crushing weapon, heals you for a percentage of the damage done. So far, these two remind me very much of things that are available in the Nightblade skill line. Focuses, meditate is the third one. Focuses your body and mind into a meditative state, healing and restoring magicka and stamina every second. I wonder if you sit down and go, oh. Um. <laughs> this can be morphed into deep thoughts or introspection. Deep thoughts increases the amount of magicka and stamina restored. Introspection, maintaining the channel, gradually increases the amount of health restored. The fourth one, Accelerate, bends time and space around you to gain major expedition and minor force, increasing your movement speed and critical damage. That sounds actually really nice. Channeled Acceleration or Race Against Time. The channeled acceleration triples the duration but adds a cast time. And Race Against Time reduces the cost of sprint. The last one of the active abilities is Mend Wounds. Invokes the rights of Moata, replacing your next light or heavy attack used with healing abilities that can be used on allies. Your light attack heals over 10 seconds and your heavy attack heals every one second while you are channeling. It can be morphed into Mend Spirit or Symbiosis. Mend Spirit grants the ally major resolve and major ward while you heal them. Symbiosis gives you a black costume that allows you to have black tentacles coming out of your crazy <laughs> tentacle. Oh, wait, no, that's Spider-Man. Uh, oh, my. Already, Brock. <laughs> you heal yourself for a percentage of the amount the ally is healed for. <laughs> All now, right. Go ahead. I, I, with this one here, first thing that struck me is what is the rights of Moata? So I had to go and look this up. And so I went to UESP and looked up what is the rights of Moata. And it comes from a book called The Old Ways. And so anybody who's never read it, this is the chat, the one paragraph on it. How then are our counselors faithful? We are faithful only to the old ways. It is essential always to remember the spiritual world while keeping our eyes open to the physical one. Performing the rites of Moata on the second of Hearthfire and the Valid on the first of Second Seed are essential means of empowering salutatory spirits and debilitating unclean ones. 
How then are we at once faithful to those we counsel and to the Isle of Arteum? Perhaps the sage Thalate said it best, in Mundus, conflict and disparity are what brings change, and change is the most sacred of the eleven forces. Change is force without force or origin. It is the duty of the disciplined Sigic, the enlightened one, to dilute change where it brings greed, gluttony, sloth, ignorance, prejudice, and cruelty, and to encourage change when it brings excellence, beauty, happiness, and enlightenment. As such, the faithful counsel has but one master, his mind. So that's where we they get this rights of Moata from. And uh, exploring a little further, it looks like uh, the... Um, um, we are going to be exploring the ruins of uh, the Sijiks, uh in the vault of Moata on Artaeum, where there's 20 books associated with this vault. So uh, look for some more lore to be coming up here uh, in uh, the very near future, maybe on some returning classic episodes. Oh, hey. Uh, first of all, I love hearing that, uh, <gasps> that drop. Uh, yeah, classic is returning, guys. It is returning. You heard it, uh, you heard it here first. Um, all right. Okay. Let's, uh, let's unpack this just a little bit. <clears throat> um, let's go. Cause these are active abilities. I, I think it's probably good to spend a little extra time, um, with them. All right. So we've got uh, time stop is the first one. Okay. Again, it freezes the passage of time at the target location. Okay. So you're, you're basically, this is a AOE ground spell gradually reducing the movement speed of enemies in that area during the cast before uh, during the caster before finally stunning them in place when the cast is completed so you target the uh, uh, an area on the ground okay you cast this and it's a channeled spell all right enemies are running in they're getting slowed down, and then the, the spell finally stops being channeled by you, and then they're held in place um, when, the, when the cast stops. All right, now, that morphs into Duda two other different spells. You've got Borrowed Time, where it adds enemies that are stunned, have their next heal completely negated for a few seconds, or you can morph it into Time Freeze which completely removes the cast time. So it turns this into an, uh, a, a, an instant, but it takes longer to stun the enemies. Um, what, uh, Zephin, what, what are, what are some of your, your thoughts? I want to go Zephin and then Liz on, on some of your thoughts on, on this. Well, for me, I would say, you know, it, it depends on how long it takes, um, for the, the spell to go off. So, I mean, it's, it's saying that uh, reduces the movement speed of enemies in the area uh, during the cast before finally stunning them. Think, so, you um, know, what, what is that time? Because Yeah, I think it's a second and a half. Uh, I actually okay. have this right now um, on, the, uh, on the beta servers. You know what? Let me log into the game. Go ahead. Give me the rest of your thoughts. But I, I want to answer your okay. question directly. So then, yeah, and then my other question is... Uh, how big is the target location? I mean, can somebody just easily roll dodge out of this thing and then it's, you know, almost kind of pointless? Yeah, it's, um, it's not that big at all. Yeah, so, you know, I, I I don't know if this is really going to be that uh, that beneficial. It seems like it's going to be really, really easy just to move out of the way of it. 
Um, I mean, that's, that's basically PvP, just a snare, right? You know, yeah, PvP. You know, it's it's going to be. It seems like it's going to be really easy just to get get away from it. And then, as as far as PVE is concerned, uh, this is probably not even really going to work on bosses because bosses are usually immune to stuff like that. Actually, no. Uh, if you're standing on top of a keep wall and you've got a zerg in front of you and you're looking down at him and you cast this at a big group going by and then somebody else can, you know, get a, get a catapult shot out there, that's actually... Yeah, that might work <laughs> yeah, on, on people that don't notice it underneath them. Yeah, or run into it. Yeah. You know, or they just I, think I they can wish... heal right through it, and I'm like, no, I'm stunning you. <laughs> I still wish that they'd make some of these these stuns and stuff work on bosses. Even if it's just the one-star bosses, it's really, as a Nightblade player, it's a real pain in the ass when <laughs> half of your skill lines don't work on, you know, the stuff you want it to work on. Yeah, right. I, That's I, always yeah. frustrating, yeah. It is. That really is. And this is definitely, like, this whole time stop thing, um, I, I was playing around with it a little bit last night. I think I morphed it into the um, into time freeze, which removes the cast time. I got to uh, I got to double check. I'm logging in now. Um, I remember thinking to myself, like this, this is really kind of like I don't know. This doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel where it should be. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to you writing in game right now. Um, I, I'm pretty sure this isn't breaking the NDA, but if it is, I apologize and go ahead, Zoss, you can kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. I think you can talk so about screwed. the skills. You just can't talk about a certain uh, timeline in the game. Yeah, so yeah. I, that's what I thought. I mean, th- I'm I'm only showing the active abilities um, that uh, that they're they're clearly talking about on their website. So that's that's really that's really it. Um, by the way, the uh, the whole um, uh, daily login reward thing, uh, I like it. It's cool. It's it feels good. It's, I'm excited about it. it it's yeah. yeah, it's definitely cool. Uh, so so don't it feels worry. Feels right, you know. It does. Uh, <laughs> it feels it feels good, y'all. Um, all right, so let's let's get into this. Feels good. I like the feels good. Uh, let's go into Sigic order. Okay, I've got I mar- I morphed it into borrowed time, so it doesn't do the uh, the instant cast. Um, enemies that are stunned have their next heal completely negated for a few seconds. I kind of feel like that this has the most effect in like a dungeon setting, like a four man dungeon setting. Um, but okay, so like this is this is the uh, this is the area right here. It's actually pretty sizable. Uh, let me just Read the flower. That is pretty big. Yeah, that that is pretty. Yeah, this is it right here. Borrowed time. Yeah, this is this is the area. So this is a pretty sizable area, I would say. Um, but when you're when you're fighting solo and you're using this thing. Uh, it doesn't feel that big, it really, but uh, that's. <laughs> but it is. This is this is a big area. Um. Okay, so the in-game tool tip um, says, uh, okay, channel time a second and a half. So I did have that right. It's a second and a half channel time. It's a twenty-eight meter range. Uh, the radius is eight meters. It lasts for a second and a half. The stun lasts for three seconds while channeling, okay? And enemies that are stunned have the next 5,000 points of healing completely negated for three seconds. So that's kind of like the nitty-gritty on this. Um, again, like, I, I could probably, like, run out and, and kind of do, like, a, like, a quick little display of it. Um, Dude, go into PvP. 
I want to see what happens when it's cast on you. Like, is it just like, do you think it's lag because you just slow down a little bit? Or is there something like, boom, time warp, (laughs) bitch? I don't know. See, that was the thing. Like, when I was was, uh, playing the game last night, I didn't really notice too much. I didn't notice too much of a difference at all in, in how it... Uh, and how it helped me. Um, you know, okay. we're saying all this, and then you know there's going to be somebody with a YouTube video out there, like with like 5 billion uh, DPS, being like, this is the greatest skill ever. Right. You know, this is going to happen sometimes. So, like, here's the thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm engaged with this guy, and, like, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm obviously fighting him. I, gotta, I have to stand here and cast. By the time I'm done casting, he's, uh, he's already, like out of the area he's already hitting me he's already up on me so i think the best this looks like more of a group thing than than a single target like you know yeah 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 i i just i don't like the the wait for cast time i can't do it i I just it's a lot yeah i mean i i would say maybe freeze time so you get the uh you remove the cast time on that uh, but then it takes longer to stun enemies. So I-, I would say this is probably more of a group a group thing than anything else. Also, be aware my my um, uh, my 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 attributes here are completely in Magicka. I've got eight thousand health, and he's dead. I-, I mean, I yeah, I threw this character together like as fast as humanly possible. So this is not a very well put together character at all. I just wanted to check out the uh, the Sigic Order spells. Um, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. I mean, we were able to see that. Uh didn't seem to work that great <laughs> yeah it just it just doesn't I don't know if this is where it needs to be maybe it I don't know I mean what, what do you guys think I mean in a group setting and I'm not getting attacked maybe maybe but I mean uh, as far as that stuff goes I really really hate channeled abilities you know and, and I mean I understand that you can take it off so it's an instant but then it takes longer to stun the enemy yeah so it's you still know. the same thing to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move over to uh, imbue weapon. Um, let's uh, let's let's read this one out one more time. Uh, imbues your weapon with power, causing your next light attack to deal additional physical damage. Now that can get morphed into one of two places: elemental weapon, which converts into a magic ability and deals magic damage. Applies a random elemental status effect as well. Or you can morph it into crushing weapon, and it'll heal you for a percentage of the damage done. Um, now, on my character here, what did I, t- I think I took elemental weapon, and I did I not morph this? Oh no, I morphed. Yeah, uh, imbue weapon. I morphed it into elemental weapon, which is converted into a magic ability and deals magic damage, and then it applies a random elemental. Um, what, like concuss or something? Status effect. Yeah, like burning concussion or chill. Yeah. And that and if chill. you look at the tooltip. Uh if you look at the tooltip, it says here uh infuse your weapon with power, causing your next light attack used within two seconds to deal an additional three uh thirty nine hundred magic damage and apply burning, concussion, or chill elemental status effect. So there's that. Uh, Mike, thoughts so far on, on elemental, uh, on imbue weapon? Um, 
I'm looking because I thought it looked very familiar from like another skill line. So I'm just looking to see. Uh, a lot of these look like they're what they really look to me like they're doing is taking stuff from that are very popular in one skill line, but like you can't access it because you're not the correct class and allowing you to take and have them in another class. So like, um, what is it? Uh, is it Searing Strikes, I think? Maybe is what I'm thinking. There's one where you can like, hmm. Molten Weapons, I think it is there. Charge your, uh, yeah. So charge your, your and allies' weapons with volcanic power gaining major sorcery and spell damage increased by 20%. So it's very similar to that kind of thing, I think, where, you know, you're imbuing a weapon with a power, and it's just... The other one reminded me very much of, like, some of the stuns from the, the Nightblade. So some of these, you know, it allows you a little more variety in your gameplay, which is really nice, uh, allowing you to to blur the lines between the different uh, major classes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I in the in the little bit of the demonstration that I did here, I, I did apply Elemental Weapon, and I didn't see the status effect, the debuff, hit the, the griffin I was fighting. I'm not I'm not sure why that would be. Um maybe it's it's maybe it resisted it. Maybe uh maybe the they didn't have the, the icon appear there. Maybe it just didn't apply. I, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure. I'm gonna go find another enemy though to, to hit with this thing and see. But it's um here we go. Yeah again I'm not seeing the uh, the debuff hit on this guy. Maybe uh maybe you guys are? Or maybe I'm doing this wrong? It's a light attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing light, light attack, attack within two seconds. Right. And, and you guys didn't see it either, right? Well, I mean it's also kind of it's gonna be a little bit harder to notice when you're already using an elemental weapon. So like you're using a fire staff, well one of those three things it could you know, do in addition is a fire you know, is burning. Yeah, but there should be like a, a debuff that that you see like underneath the uh, the health bar of the 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 enemy, right? Or do I have that wrong? Um, I'm not sure because my UI is completely different than standard. Yeah. Okay. So from what you would normally see in uh, like the standard vanilla gameplay is completely different than what I see. Well. Unfortunately, uh, I hate to kind of say it, but I, I really don't know if that's if if it's being applied or not. Um, and I, I, I don't have a combat log here to really take a look at it either. So I guess it's it's being applied. I'd like to report that it is, but I, I, it's inconclusive at the moment. Um, not to say that it's not being applied. I'm just saying I just don't know enough. I'm not noticing enough uh, in order to to say that it is or isn't. Um, but let's let's move on to uh, to meditate. Um, I mean, well, before we do, uh, imbue weapon. I mean, yay, nay, so far? Nay. Wow, really? What do you think, Mike? Nay. Mm, I'd say if you're not a dragon knight, then yay. But if you're a dragon knight, probably nay. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Um, Liz, what what kind of what are you getting off of this? All I'm thinking is like the the attack weaving, um, you know your next 
but small attack, light attack, deals additional physical damage. All right, whatever. But I wouldn't put it on my bar. We don't have enough buttons. It's a really good, it's a really good uh, observation. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, imbue weapon with uh, when you convert it to elemental weapon and you get that that uh, random elemental status effect. That looks like it would really help out with weaving a lot because imbue weapon hits when you're doing light attacks, not heavy. So something to keep in mind. That's great observation, Lisa. Thank you. Yay! Uh, all right, meditate. Um, uh, Zephan, I'm, I'm sure people are kind of sick of hearing my voice. Uh, can we go over meditate one more time, please? Yeah, it focuses your body and mind into a meditative state, healing and restoring magicka and stamina every second. <laughs> so you can get deep thoughts, which increases the amount of magicka and stamina restored, or introspection, maintaining the channeling, gradually increases the amount of health restored. This is the Adderall of the uh, <laughs> the new skill line. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with this, like you, you sort of saw how how that worked out with with me. Um, I I was fighting that Griffin, right? Things were getting a little hairy for me, and I started the meditation, and I instantly started to regain my health. Now, um. It didn't, it didn't end up in me winning the fight, but I got a lot closer than I normally would have. Um, and I morphed it into deep thoughts. Now, for me, deep thoughts right now, the tooltip says, focus your, bo your body and mind into a meditative state, healing you for 1,500 health and restoring 1,900 magicka and stamina every one second. You'll remain in a meditative state until you toggle this ability or are interrupted. So if I get, I get hit or anything like that. Um, You know, uh, I mean, you saw how you saw how it worked. I, I was fighting that Griffin. Um, I would I was meditating, trying to get some some health back, and I would get hit, and it would just toggle off because I got interrupted. Um, this isn't necessarily going to to, to save your life here, uh, uh, Zephan. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, in in the heat of battle, even if you're not the 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 main you know tank or anything like that you're there's still damage flying everywhere all the time and when you're in that meditative state you you can't move you're not you can't do anything you can't dps you can't heal other people you know i mean you're just kind of staying there prone um so i mean to to me it's 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 a no-go on that because you're you know kind of worthless there i mean you're staying alive so that's good but you're not really doing anything else either. Yeah, and, and yeah. See, I've got a I've got a normal enemy hitting me here. Um, I'm meditating. I'm meditating through his heavy attacks, his light attacks, his ranged attacks. Um, I'm not being interrupted by it. But this is a normal enemy. You know that Griffin earlier, different. He had a little. He had some uh, dots next to his uh, his name. So stronger than your average bear, for sure. <laughs> I, I just feel like this one could just be a potion. I mean, it's just like taking a potion. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Pop a potion. Jesus. Ah! It's your jab. <laughs> That's right. I'll tell you who's doing her job today is Liz. Holy shit. 
That's a really fantastic call out. Yeah. How is this any different? How is this any better than just popping a potion? Because I love the name Deep Thoughts by Stuart Nordley. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Deep Thoughts. Stuart Nordley. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, can can we can we sort of like find a way to fit it into gameplay, guys? I mean, again, like a lot of this stuff I'm seeing is like I'm in a four man group. I'm doing the DPS, I'm I'm doing the healing, but I'm not getting attacked right now, and therefore this stuff might be helpful, but it, like, super, I mean, three out of five, and we're really situational to, situational to barely functional at all. I, I, I mean, am I... The only thing I can think I would use it for, and I wouldn't even put it on my bar, because that's why I was thinking it's a potion, is when I'm going through, like, a, a regular dungeon by myself just to try to finish a quest, and I'm like, oh crap i used a lot of magic during that it would be nice if i didn't have to stop and wait for that next enemy B but you know my yeah, restoration is mean, fine i just pop a potion yeah i mean two two things with uh you know re restoring your stats and, and holding off and and sal I'm, I'm gonna touch on your comments as well um is that if you're running into that much issues that with running your build and potions are not able to keep your resources going, then you, you might want to rethink what you have going on with, uh, with your build. Um, because, you know, stopping to do that, you know, uh, on a regular basis to restore all of your resources is going to drop your DPS considerably. Um, Ain't so it's, it's almost kind of, kind of pointless. Yeah. Um, but, the the other thing that you know sal was saying well you know you could taunt and then just you know if you run into trouble you know cast that and the issue with that is we all already kind of saw that with um with with the griffin and that is if you're in a in a dungeon setting you're going up against a boss or anything like that you taunt and you do that you're also not blocking at that time so even though you're taking reduced damage because i believe that that skill also gives you reduced damage um with the passives in sigic uh, it's still, I, I really don't know if I'd be confident enough to say that you're going to be able to survive that without, you know, blocking. And maybe if you're wearing a lot of heavy armor, cause obviously you're wearing light armor right now, that, that would make the difference. Uh, I'm not sure. I think by the time the enemy got to you, you'd be taking so much damage that it wouldn't really, uh, at least with the introspection one, it wouldn't really matter because you're taking damage because you can't move. I'm guessing you can't move because I'm actually not watching the stream because of the internet connection here, but I'm guessing. Yeah, no, he's he's not moving at all. Hmm. No, not 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 a no. I'm just constantly channeling and just getting. Um, I'm getting hit in the face, and then whatever whatever damage I'm suffering from this this uh, small orc enemy here, I'm just healing it right back up. And I, I actually like this next one though, the accelerate one. But when you're yeah, when you're fighting a boss though, you're you're pretty much prone to all of the the boss's really heavy, nasty attacks and everything. You're not blocking, you're not dodge rolling out of the way. You're just gonna hope that your healing can take that hit. Yeah, exactly. This this reminds me of the first healing skill you get in Skyrim that does a very similar type of thing with the glowing circle around you and oh yeah yeah. As long as you're holding the button and you have magicka, you can continue to heal. Which the good thing about that is like you can run away and the leash on the guys in Skyrim is gigantic. And, you know, as long as you outpace them, you can keep healing. Then turn around and clobber them. But here in ESO, if you move too far away, they reset the leash and they go back with full health to the beginning. 
so I, I don't really see a good use for this. Well, let's jump over to the next one. Maybe we'll find uh, some use out of this. Um, accelerate, okay? Bends time and space around you to gain major expedition and minor force, increasing your movement speed and critical damage. Okay. Uh, that morphs into two, uh, two different skills. One is channeled acceleration, all right? It triples the duration, but adds a cast time. And then the other one is race against time, which reduces the cost of sprint. Um, I, I, I mean, I, unless I'm missing something, I don't know how they come out with a skill like race against time. I do that. I do too. Running scrolls and PVPs. This is, you gotta have this. Yeah, you gotta. You can't even run a scroll. They won't let you run a scroll unless you have every single, uh, speed ability that you possibly can, including your, all of your gear. Okay. Yeah, I don't let you run it. All right. So, so race against time is is accelerates PvP ability. Oh yeah, you're gonna see this all over PvP. Okay. So then that leaves us to just channeled acceleration for PvE. Because uh, I, I see zero um, zero application of race against time in PvE. It just it, it seems like. Eh, and I would use it because I use I use that uh, thing that you get in PvP. I, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's in my notes, but yeah, I use it all the time just to run around faster. Shoot, I put that on my bar. <laughs> See, I like this one because uh, when you have something like uh, Blur in the um, uh, the Nightblade one, you get uh, the increased uh, evasion and the. Uh, um, the increased expedition uh, when you take double take. With this one, you get the increased expedition rate, but you also get that that damage increase too. So I think this would replace Blur for many Nightblades, and it's definitely a heck of a lot better than Rapids, uh, Rapids for thank your you. for your average uh, you know PVE or. Okay. Rapids could also get rid of a of a um, or it's a, it's a purge as well. But anyway, well. Going to that later. All right. Uh, so, so channeled acceleration, right? So, we're what we're looking at here is a skill that uh, it bends time and space around you. You gain the ma major expedition and minor force. Okay, you incre increase your movement speed and your critical damage. Um, when you go channeled acceleration, it triples the duration but adds a cast time. Uh, so that's that's where I went with this. Um, I did channeled acceleration. So I'm going to pop that off now. There's the cast time. There you go. I'm moving faster. Okay. And I'm attacking with it. So how long does it stay up for? Yeah, I didn't see what that was. Uh, let me uh, get, get into the skill then. Uh, cast time is 1.3 seconds. You target yourself. Uh, bend time... Okay, so... Uh, major expedition lasts for nine seconds. Minor force um. is for thirty-six seconds. Yeah. Increases your movement speed by thirty percent and damage critical damage by ten percent. Yeah, so, so minor force normally comes from trap beast or stalwart guard. So that's actually nice to replace either of those because none of neither of them are really that great. 
Yeah, and and having that increased movement speed, even in PVE, it, it is very helpful. Because you can run out of the way of a yeah. lot of uh, AoE attacks and stuff without having to roll dodge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love having the increased speed. I use it constantly. So it looks like Accelerate and then Channeled Acceleration is thumbs up, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All Good right. stuff. Uh, mend wounds. This I, I don't have this on my bar yet, so let me put this on here. Um, well, this is the Moana one. Moana. <laughs> Moata. <laughs> Mo- Moana. Moawita. Moisha. Mojita. Mojito. Mojitas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our last one, guys. Um, so we've got uh, mend wounds. It invokes the rights of uh, Moisha. Moana. Mo- Moita. <laughs> <laughs> There's a callback. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Moe's. Uh, we've got, uh, okay, so increases the rights of uh, Mo- Mo- Moita. Replacing your next light or heavy attack used with healing abilities that can be used on allies. Your light attack heals over 10 seconds. Your heavy attack heals every second while channeling. Um, now I went, you can go two ways, men's spirit or symbiosis. I went with men's spirit. Additionally, it grants you, it grants the ally major resolve and major ward while you heal them. The other one's symbiosis. You heal yourself for a percentage of the amount the ally is healed for. So let's, uh, let's give this. Okay. Wait, sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead. When you're channeling this, will you be able to gain back the magicka because that's the only reason I do a heavy attack is uh, to gain back the magicka and can I will this do this at the same time gain back the magicka that's a very good question yeah you're 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 healing your your allies and then like I'm out of magicka but I still need to heal people that would be amazing if it did at the same time I yeah, mean so I does it still count as a heavy attack for your regain yeah. resources you I know? assume so because you are heavy attacking, but I'm not seeing any resources being being spent on my side here with this. Well, do you have anybody that you can heal? That's the question. No. Yeah, because you have to hit an you, you hit an ally to heal them, so you get to whack away at your friends. Yeah, so that's going to be the funniest <laughs> thing is that you know you're going to walk up to somebody and whack them with a sword and be like, "I heal you, whack." <laughs> <laughs> All right. I kind of thought that maybe like I would I would heal myself uh, as I was attacking. So I think you got to heal other people. Yeah. All well, right. the symbiosis says you heal yourself per percentage. But percentage of what you've healed the your allies. Right. Yeah. Okay. This one we we can't really we really can't yeah, do. Yeah. Still got to hit other people though. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's our feeling on on this so far? Um, I guess I'll bring up the tooltip on my side here, just just in case we just so we have it. Um, what what are we what are we thinking here so far with with that? Let's go with Liz first. I I think that would be kind of damn cool if it stacks with other stuff. Plus, there's also sets that uh, have something to do with the heavy attack, and if it stacks with that, that's kind of cool. Mm. Okay. Uh, so for a healer, a nice a nice addition. Eh. Yeah, but I'm thinking sets. Most of the sets are for stamina builds or somebody that's a damage doer. Okay. Mike? 
Uh, I think it'll be nice because it'll allow for other people to take on some healing abilities, depending on how, as Liz said, if that heavy attack channel regains your magicka as you're doing it. All of a sudden, you have healing sorks. Yeah. Ah! I changed my vote. <laughs> God. There well, already are healing sorks. I know! What about you, Zach? Not, to get Liz not all healers or Templars. <laughs> just throwing that out there what about you Zeph men's spirit uh, maybe mm-hmm. maybe it would have to be a very close consideration because I mean as we've already kind of mentioned before that it's it does take up a slot on your bar so it, it would depend on Yeah, I'd really have to look closely as to like what could I pull off and would it be worth it swapping something out for that well, maybe this will give a little a little perspective here. Here's what my tooltip is saying. I'm looking at some of the numbers. I'm like, huh. Um, all right. Um, okay. Uh, so invoke the rights of uh, Moesha. We'll just go with that. Uh, replacing uh, your next light or heavy attack with uh, used within three seconds. Okay, with healing abilities that can be used on allies. Now, your light attack heals. For for me anyway, my, it says for me, uh, my light attack is going to heal for eighteen hundred health over ten seconds. Okay, but my heavy attack is going to heal four thousand health every second while channeling. Four thousand health every That's second. Yeah. It's also channelability. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if if I'm if I'm the healer of the group, you know, and this is, I mean, maybe that means that I do put this on my bar. Um, I mean, I'm not spending Magicka while while holding down my heavy attack. I'm thinking like back bar maybe. Like no, but you're still spending you're not gonna Magicka use to cast. As much. Yeah, yeah, I'm iffy about it. Uh, while you heal an ally, you grant them major resolve, major ward, increasing their physical and spell resistance for five thousand. I don't know. This is this is just these are my stats. I mean, the the better your stats, the numbers go up. Uh, but that's kind of where I'm at with you know a a, a character that got thrown together. Um, and yeah, you're using a staff. What are you doing? Uh, I know you got to heal with an axe. <laughs> so so that's so that's that. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, let's we got to keep in mind too that when it comes to these numbers, this is this is they're bad because I've oh I, yeah yeah I, I logged into the game. I don't even have my champion points put in, and I've only got I've got sixty four points in in Magicka, and like that's that's it. I didn't put points into anything else. So, um, so keep that so, in so, mind. Yeah, the number is not, but five thousand isn't that bad though. Not not to mention the heavy like, attack heals for over four thousand per second. So that's that's a lot too, and that's probably only going to go up. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell, I suppose. Um, all right, before we jump onto the uh, onto the ultimate ability, uh, where what what are we what are we thinking so far? Are we are we feeling good about about the psychic uh, skill line? Are we not feeling good about the psychic skill line? Uh, go, go ahead, Mike. Uh, I'm thinking two out of five are good. Are good, yeah. Uh, what about you, Zeph? Um, I think it's okay overall. Um, 
there there are one or two you know good abilities that I, I think we're going to see quite a bit. Um, but uh, overall, it's it's okay. Okay. What about you, Liz? I'm thinking that they're trying to avoid people crying pay to win by not making them that great. Uh huh. Um, because God, God forbid somebody pay to win because you have to buy this to get it. Well, no, you don't. Do you? I don't know. Maybe. Is this in the face? What, the Sigic order? Yeah. Yeah. No, jewel crafting is in in the base game. This you have to you've got to be a part you've got to be adventuring in Somerset. Then that's what I feel. Right. Okay. All right, so you you're thinking maybe they uh they developed this with an eye to let's let's not, you know, think that this is a pay to win sort of strategy for us here. Yeah, it also might just I mean, it is kind of cool. I mean, it's like I've got a psychic ability. I mean, I, I kind of want to have one on my bar just because <laughs> yeah just because it sounds cool i mean hell that's why i'm still playing my warden because i'm like hey i, I have bear pets <laughs> all right uh here's here's the morph uh, i'm sorry the uh, the ultimate ability rather it's called undo all right you step backwards in time resetting your health magic stamina and position to what they were a few seconds ago uh, that morphs into two different uh, uh, skills. You've got precognition. Uh, you can cast this morph while crowd controlled, and will be automatically, and you will automatically gain crowd control immunity. Or temporal guard, while slotted, you gain major protection, reducing your damage taken. Minor protection. Yeah, minor. Pro- I'm sorry. Yeah, minor protection. I can see this used actually in PvP. Because um, if you've got a Zerg coming towards you, they're all going to try to crowd control you so you can't do much and they'll just run past you and kill you. So that would be kind of cool. Okay. I mean, There's also an ultimate. Right. Yeah, but you see, so you have to be ready with it. Yeah. I wonder how much it takes to actually uh, use this ultimate. I mean, it, does it fill up really quickly or does well, it take I think. I think Zephin's saying that it takes up an ultimate slot, and and what it does is maybe not worthy of of an ultimate. Yeah, slot. I mean, as far as like crowd control, you just use unstoppable. But um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Not... Yeah, okay. I just I don't I don't like the the fact that it's taking up an ultimate just to, you know for the crowd control immunity. Um, I mean, it is pretty awesome that you can use it while you're crowd-controlled. So it'll pop you back out, and that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, what are your thoughts, Mike? Mm, I'm not quite sure where I would use it. I thought PvP at first, too, but there's so many other, like, necessary ultimates that you'd really want. And, you know, when you're doing dungeons, um, or when you're doing uh, trials, I mean... Usually when you're running as, like when I run as a tank or as a healer, there's other ultimates that are, are like mandatory. And so I don't know, this is a very like personal type of like ultimate. And so your DPS well, wouldn't be running What if there's a dungeon it. where, oh, sorry. All right. Well, uh, let's, let's do the, uh, let's do the test here in, uh, in the game. Uh, so, uh, to start off with this fight, and I'm going after that Griffin again. Um, I'm going to do uh elemental weapon to, to charge myself up and then. 
we'll we'll go from there. But I am going to pop off um, precognition, uh, which is the the morph of uh, of undo, okay, uh, which gives me crowd control uh, immunity. So we'll we'll see we'll see how what happens from from this. All right. So does the Griffin do any crowd control? No, no, attacks? not at all. But what I'm looking to oh. do is is get the uh, the undo thing. There we go. So that just whipped me right around um, and brought me... <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> Talk about uh, getting disoriented there. Jeez. <laughs> wow, that was nuts. It'd be nice if the uh, Griffin was also disoriented. Yeah. Like still looking for you where you were instead of, you know, it almost immediately turned around tracking you to you know, your new location. Oh, jeez. I didn't even have a chance there. All right, well, I mean, you saw it in game. There it is. So, it is what it is. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I, I may, I, maybe I was expecting a little um, more out of it. Maybe I'm just crazy. When the Crippen kills you, that it uh, tosses you up in the air and eats you like a bird does. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like a little, like or, I'm a little baby worm getting swallowed. Yeah, up by... like feeds you to his nest. Yeah, <laughs> a <little> baby crib. <laughs> All right. I mean, it would be nice, you know, something like that. If uh, you know, you just got walloped and, and lost a ton of health, you can pop that and get back up to, uh, you know, where you were on your health. Mm -hmm. I can see that as as being it's a nice big heal, but. At the same time, there are other ultimates that have amazing heals, and also while you're doing that, if you're in a, a group setting, your healer's probably already on a on a new heal for you. So, yeah, I don't know. How... I'm definitely going to try it. It's not something that I'm completely going to ignore. What undo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I I think there's some potential there for for sure. Um, I, again, I think. I feel like uh, a lot of these are, are very, very situational um, where you're not going to be running around with any one of these permanently on any of your bars. You're just going to be like, oh, I'm in this situation, so let me slot this one in from uh, the Sigic, uh skill line, and then that'll like help a little bit. It might be oh, fun for suicide bombers in PvP. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard in an ESO Live that was, it's like three weeks old by now, but they were talking about how people in PvP were gaining alliance points by their friend jumping off of a building, and then the healer would gain the alliance points by healing them, and then the person would run up and do it again. And I'm like, okay, that's A, that's brilliant, but second, I'm glad they're going to fix that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> if you got that kind of time, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, big thanks to uh, Sal over there uh, in the chat room for uh, following us on, on Twitch. Thanks, Sal. Uh, all right. Let's go over these passive abilities and then uh, kind of end our, our coverage on the uh, the Sigic Order. Um, that was, like, far more in-depth than, than I thought we were going to do. And uh, I'm, like, super proud that we <laughs> we, we went that deep. That was, that was good. I like that. That's what she said. That's... <laughs> I really like how deep it went. Um, so... <laughs> Oh my! Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of guys who hear that a lot, uh, Zephyr, why don't you go, go through the passive abilities with us, please? You say as I was about to take a drink. I see how it is. 
All right, passive abilities for the Sigic line. We have See the Unseen, which is the insight you have gained from the Sigic Order grants you vision of the spiritual world. You can now interact with rifts all throughout Tamriel and collect their treasure. Treasure. Uh, yeah. We also have Clairvoyance, which reduces the cost of your Sigic Order abilities. It seems like a staple in uh, a lot of lines. Um, we have Spell Orb. When you cast a Sigic Order ability while you're in combat, you generate a spell charge. When you reach five spell charges, you launch a spell orb at the closest enemy to you dealing magic damage or physical damage, whichever is higher. The spell charges must be generated within seconds of each other or all charges will be lost. Oh, man. Pressure. Mm. Uh, yeah. Concentrated Barrier is the next one. While you have a Sigic Order ability slotted and are blocking, you gain a damage shield. The damage shield recharges back to full strength after you spend 10 seconds not blocking. And the last one is Deliberation. While you are casting or channeling a Sigic Order ability, you gain major protection, reducing your damage taken. Mm -hmm. As all of them. Yeah, um... The passives read off a lot nicer than uh, I think some of the active abilities, to be honest. Um, yeah. See the Unseen is definitely cool because it grants you the ability to see uh, these these um, uh, rifts throughout Tamriel and collect treasure. Cool. That's freaking awesome. Um, and that's Who passive. doesn't like treasure? I, I don't know. I like treasure. Liz likes treasure. Who doesn't like I treasure? Do. <laughs> so so that's that's really cool i i really i really like that that just kind of like okay yeah, i like it um what do you think mike mm. passives yeah they're, they're pretty you know like you got the normal ones that reduce the cost of this reduce the cost of that yeah um, i'm all about concentrated barrier I, i'm, I'm yeah. actually like i'm liking this the concentrated barrier is nice, um, but you know I, I think that in terms of gameplay, to see the unseen, they're going to add stuff to hopefully add stuff to the game that will will make it worth having. That uh, will have you traipsing all back through the rest of Tamriel to collect the, these new treasures, whatever they are. I like that. Mm. What about you, Liz? I like treasures. <laughs> That's the base, and you don't have to have anything slotted for that, right? Nope, you nope. don't. It's passive. So yeah, we're all passives. We're passive. talking about passives right yeah. now. All right, um, Zeph, what your your uh, your idea on this whole this whole skill line? Let's let's uh, tie a little denouement on this bad boy. What do you think? Well, the uh, the whole whole package, I think it's solid. Um, it's not overpowered. <laughs> You have some uh, some really good skills in there. The passive abilities, um, I think, are really good. I think they did a really good job with the passive abilities. You, you, I mean, obviously, see the unseen is is fantastic. It adds a whole new um, game element uh, in, into the game. Uh, the the passives. I, the thing that I really like about that is it gives you reasons to at least at least use one out of the the Sigic order abilities and there are i think everybody can find at least one ability on there that they're going to want to have on their bar so all in all it's it's solid and i definitely think you're going to see 
see quite a bit of the of these abilities running around. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, especially accelerate. Accelerate's going to be uh, a big thing. Um, I think a lot of people are going to to use that. You're also going to see people playing around with some of the others. Um, but uh, yeah, the passive abilities are actually pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll I like the passives. I mean, let's let's go down the list. Time stop. I mean, time stop. I think we basically said was just kind of useless, right? Yeah, it, it is. Well, you know, let me let me throw something out real quick. I mean, just something like real quick that that I I caught on to kind of right away, just a, a, as a snap thought mm-hmm. was okay. Like I said, accelerate is really good. Whether you're running PvP or PvE, it's still a really good skill to have. So Accelerate, we really like. Accelerate is really good. I mean, it's it, it increases your movement sp- speed, and it gives you minor force, increasing your critical damage. Right. Okay, so right there, fantastic. You throw that on your bar. Now, you have a Sigic Order ability on your bar. With that, you also get Concentrated Barrier. So you yes. get a damage shield while blocking, yep. which is pretty fantastic. I mean, just because you already have that. So, I mean, you can almost say with Accelerate, you get Major Expedition, Minor Force, you get a Shield Barrier while you're blocking, and when you're casting that ability um, or channeling that ability, you also get Major Protection, reducing your damage taken with Deliberation. I mean, that's, that's a whole package right there, just putting that one ability on your bar. Okay. So, That's kind of awesome. I yeah. definitely think we're going to see this stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I see. Uh, I see where. You, yeah. When you when you add in the passive abilities, I think that's um that's kind of the issue here is when you when you when you look at the the active abilities and and you don't you're not putting them together with the passive abilities like I was, um you'll you'll see that. But all right. So that so so we like accelerate. Um, I know, what was it? Meditate, right? Meditate, we, we, we did not like. No, it was, it was mend wounds that we liked. It was meditate that we didn't like. That's the one where you, you kind of go into like a meditative state and you just kind of heal yourself and your magic and your stamina and all that. Mm -hmm. That one we didn't, we didn't like. So, so accelerate and mend wounds we liked and the ultimate ability undo we liked. Uh, imbue weapon we didn't have enough information on but I'm assuming it works but then Mike said if you're a dragon knight imbue weapon is kind of not yeah because you're going to have redundant. The it's kind of redundant on, in the, the dragon knight skill line does your weapon and all of your group's weapons right but when you go with the crushing weapon morph on that, it heals you for a percentage of the damage done. So that that would be a good way of reducing uh, redundancy if you're um, a Dragonite getting this. That one kind of reminds me of uh, Force Siphon. Yeah. Which very, very few people use. All right. All right. Uh, so so let's, uh, let's move on, guys. Um... That's our uh, our deep dive there in uh, the Sigic ability, and uh, we want to remind everyone: Hey, guess what? Uh, we've got uh, we've got sponsors for this show, and uh, one of them, uh, famously, is Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com. Uh, if you're in the mood for, or if you're if you're in the need, if you're in the market for 
uh, brand new headphones, okay, we, we would urge you to go to tweakedaudio.com. Why? Well, the product is really solid. It's a great product, uh, very, very good uh, sound clarity and quality, uh, as well as durability coming from their, uh, their headphones. You'll spend about maybe 25 bucks, okay, but they're going to ship them to you for free. So you're going to take quite a bit off of your, uh, your, end, your end price there just in free shipping. And it's worldwide, so it doesn't matter if you live out of the United States where, you know, shipping costs skyrocket uh, or not. I mean, it's, it's uh, free shipping worldwide. The other thing, too, is that uh, with our code off the record, you're going to get 33% off your entire order. So on top of already built-in savings with the free shipping, you get 33% off your whole order using our code off the record. Additionally, like I said, they are extremely durable, uh, high-quality headphones. But if anything goes wrong with them, they've got a limited lifetime warranty. Give them a call. Send them an email. If there's something wrong, they'll figure it out with you. Over at tweakedaudio.com, choose from lots of different styles of earbuds, even even, uh, regular headphones that go uh, over your head. Uh, When I tell you that um, the quality... Of these uh, these earbuds are are mimic the quality of something that you might get off of something from the top end uh, top tier uh, name brands such as Bose. Uh, it sounds very similar, very very similar. That's how good these headphones are, and you're paying a fraction of the cost, especially with the built-in savings of the free shipping and the 33% off with our code off the record. Over at tweakedaudio.com. Gameplay guys, what's um what have you guys been doing in in game recently? Let's uh let's start with Liz. What you been doing in game, Liz? Liz. Liz are you And on? because I was looking I was getting ready for the um Audible ad and so I was looking up books and I got lost. <laughs> oh no, we'll <laughs> We'll do we'll do the I was Audible ad. To be later. Responsible. <laughs> we'll do we'll do it later. <laughs> Yeah, I did a lot of game. <laughs> I see that you got a uh, nice, nice, hefty uh, notes here. There's kittens and Marble Tour. There's kittens and Marble Tour. I didn't know, like the you know, like rats and cats that run around. I didn't know there's actually one that was a kitten. And I just sat there for like ten minutes trying to take a screenshot of me and a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't know. That's horrible because if you're like just casting at something and you accidentally hit a kitten, that's just horrible. That is, yeah. That's what if it's a Khajiit to be? Is it a baby Khajiit? What if if it's just an Alfique? Oh, oh, excuse you? What? (laughs) An Alfique. Yeah, one of the cats that actually looks like a cat. One of the Khajiit. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's different types, right? And, ah. See, I feel so bad. Like, if I was born like a regular Khajiit and like my sibling was not, you know, it was just like a regular cat, I feel so sad. Anyway. Or maybe you'd be jealous because everyone's like petting the uh, the cat and feeding them and saying, It's true. Oh, come live with me. Yeah, maybe you'd be jealous. I might be jealous. No, I kind of want to. Okay. I would be. I would be. So, (laughs) running around with my, my warden. And um, I'm getting really pissed because I'm running around and I'm not running as fast as I want to because I don't have a certain skill, which would be rapid maneuvers. So I went back to Cyrodiil, bitches. That's right. Nice. Back. 
I'm so back. The healing oh warrior God. has returned. Oh, now <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be back very long with this warden. <laughs> okay, I will go back with 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 my Templar. I uh, yes, but I I needed to get the base skills, and plus Zephan said uh, there was a skill he recommended for me that is in the PvP line, so I figured you know I might as well get some AP and then get that, and then never go to Cyrodiil again with that warden, but. I did the obligatory, you know, obligatory training session with siege weapons, and I lost it. I loved it so much. Oh my god, I miss it. I miss it so much. I, I, I like, I played with the trebuchets and and the ballista, and oh my god, and the catapults, and <laughs> yeah. And I listened to the NPCs like tell me all about PvP, even though I know it very well. It's just I wanted to hear about it because I got so excited. <laughs> And I went into the the under fifty um, levels because I, I think I was level forty eight or something like that. And I'm like, well, I might as well try this under fifty uh, server. That's what everybody's talking about. Everybody there is so nice. Oh my, <laughs> there's not one sarcastic answer to anyone, or at least for the little time I was in there. Um, and I was just like, can I stay in here forever, please? But of course <laughs> I couldn't. Um, but I was promptly killed on my first scouting mission. <laughs> oh, what, what, what happened? Yeah. Uh, uh, some, I think I went to a, a keep that was being sieged. Uh, it was in the beginning times of being sieged. And um, just two guys were being, you know, they almost had the wall down. And I'm like, well, I'm going to set up, a, uh, you know, something up here and I'm going to get them. No, no. <laughs> I was also trying to heal the other newbie that was next to me, um, and I was trying to give him room and everything because I'm trying to be nice. I mean, they're 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 newbies. Um, don't yeah. don't always think that way though, because they, we've got a couple have... guild members who literally love the under fifty campaign and have mules that carry their gear for the different uh, checkpoints of levels, and all they do is just keep. They get to fifty, they erase the character, and they start a new one. Wow, that this is just—I get too attached to my character. I mean, I want to keep my warden character now that I'm level fifty. Are you level fifty-four? No, you're not. Yeah, finally hit fifty, and now it's really hard to make gear for that um, a level fifty character because of the new champion point system. Because you don't know uh, all the different materials that you're making when you're crafting. You're like, okay, that's CP. 10 and then i already had cp 160 because i already had other characters and the cp rolled over to this character it's really hard to make runes for that stuff because you don't know exactly what cp level your gear is making like if you make with ebon thread or ironweed or something like that that i, I need some help with that mm -hmm. Does anybody understand what i'm saying yes <laughs> yes and there's 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 nothing yeah. By this point in time, you should be immediately into the Rubidite stuff. Immediate, I should be. Well, so I didn't once you hit level fifty, you you get all your champion points based on your account. Right, but yeah. I can't. I and I went ahead and made you know like my my seducer set, and I'm like, yeah, I can immediately do all this stuff. And then I'm trying to make runes for it, but I haven't put enough points into rune making. To uh, make level enough height, yeah. You see what I'm saying now? <laughs> so your runes are what's your problem, not your uh, your crafting of the actual dress right, and staff. Right. 
And then, you know, you do your daily crafting writs and they want something, you know, that's kind of rare because people do jump from level 49 to CP 160. So, yeah, you actually have to farm for stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm trying to get my crafting up all the way so that I can just, you know, immediately do all the stuff I want to do with this level 50 character. And, yeah. Um, so that's a little that's a little hard. Now, I did, because they had a day, or they had a weekend, like last weekend, and they were like, hey, do ESO Plus. Let's try it. And oh, yeah, Uncle they Sam had the, gave me uh, a, a sizable trial. return, and I got I got a subscription for a little while. I oh, can't nice. keep it for long. No, I, I, it's only for like a week that they, they've got stuff like that, but... It was like a day. Oh, really? Yeah, because I almost missed it. It was at like maybe 11.30 my time. Um and I was like, oh, I got to go in and then I can d change some dyes on some stuff and put all this stuff in the bank that or in the crafting bank. That I'll never do again. And then Uncle Sam's check came in. And I'm like, yeah, I can't get rid of this. It's it's I can play the game again <laughs> without worrying too much about space. It's very nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have that for a while. And then now I can go and get my um, Orsinium writs that need to be done or, you know, <laughs> treasure maps that i could never use again so that's nice you know uh about a year ago i i just i took all the treasure maps out of my inventory cleared them out and i just went after every one of them and there must have been about a good 30 in there <laughs> that's quite a bit track yeah uh, yeah oh yeah i've been holding i mean it was a year ago and i've been holding on to these damn things since since um beta um tracked them all down and you know what i had the best time just like going to all of different areas of Tamriel and just just tracking them down. It was it was cool. Well, you do go to places that you don't think, or you. It's like, well, I don't see a quest there, so you know, I'm not going to go around there. So it, oh, it yeah, is really yeah. nice. And then unlocking the shrines in different places yeah. is, is really nice. And so now that I'm getting. Well, I will be getting the monthly crowns. I'm looking at houses because I'm like, oh, I can craft stuff and store stuff. That's kind of cool. So um, I'm looking up achievements. There's an achievement that I can have the title The Lady. Well, I want that, of course, because I'm a lady. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so I need the uh, the Hero of, of Daggerfall or something like that, uh, the quest line. I need to finish that before I can get Dagger Daggerfall overlook or outlook or something like that mike what is it it's the overlook and you need uh millions of gold millions of gold yes mike you're my friend right <laughs> 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 i sent a nasty email to one of my former trade guilds they demoted me from like the top level that you could be in the guild without being a guild master or an officer down to like you're on suspension during my Ooh. time off here and because uh, I hadn't been making my multi 30 plus thousand gold piece sales a week and it was one week I missed it and um, they demoted me all the way back down gave me the warning and I, I wrote him a nasty email and said you know what I've been with this guild since year one and you know I've made the top level here that you can in this guild so I've noticed that our guild leader has left and multiple officers have left that you keep raising the price that we need to have. So go F yourself and I'm leaving. And I Aww. pulled out. I'm like, you know, I've got other trade guilds that, you know, are nice to be with and aren't so demanding. Wow. Uh, but it pisses me off because it's one of the first ones I was with. 
And it's like, you know, I could see, you know, I missed a week. Okay, demote me one level. You know, miss a whole month at the level that I'm at. Demote me down to where I'm at. But you got to miss one week's worth of sales. You demote me to, you know, plebeian. Yeah. Like, you you got to wonder if, if uh, some of these uh, uh, people who run these trade guilds, you got to wonder if they play the game at all. Well, some of them, some of the good trade guilds have people who play the game and are like actual adults and understand. And then you got some of them who I think, you know, a, a college kid who's failing out, you know, his major is probably oh. in charge. And, you know, all he does is live on this computer, doesn't go to classes, and then gets mad when people can't put in, you know, a 30 hour week work week yeah. you know, in game. Yeah. Well, and, maybe uh, they've been burned by a lot of people. You know, they, they could have had a trade guild before in which a lot of people signed up for. And then all of a sudden they left and they didn't have any more room or something. Yeah. But you've got somebody like myself who had been in the guild for, you know, coming up on, you know, what, three plus years. And, you know, had made the top rank. And you, you go from top rank to, you know, lowest rank in one week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's no, just, that's, that's, that's kind of ridiculous. Poor, that's really that's ridiculous. for, you know, business management there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and any any understanding person would just send you a, a line saying, hey, I noticed you didn't miss, or that you missed your, your quota this week, you know, what what's going on, and, and just kind of reach out to you. Yeah. And, and that would be, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, we I got mean, a, unless you didn't respond and you still, you know, ref, you know, kept missing weeks and weeks and weeks, then you say, okay, well, this person's not reaching back to me, and yeah. and then you have to escalate. But at first, just reach out to him and say, hey, I noticed you missed it. What's what's going on here? Yeah. So if you're a guildmaster and you you know don't want to piss off your entire guild and have them you know storm out, you know, think about things like that. Don't just hit the you know kick from guild button or the demotion button just because you know you're having a bad week. Get that. <laughs> All of a sudden, you'll find your guild is empty and you're stuck, you know, holding the bag. Trugi or Truggy Assassin in the uh, in the uh, Twitch chat says, I hate it when they demand gold, but you know they made millions in sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been with that guild since the beginning of the, the game. Like, come on. Yeah, know? I mean, actually, because so when we went from our, our split guild back to ESO, mm-hmm. it actually became my number one guild because... Yeah, you know, it was, you know, we got rid of our split guilds and it was the the only other guild I was in. And so it was actually my number one guild on my list because, you know, we had be, it, we had, you know, merged down into a, a single guild. Right. Well, now the ESOTR uh, guild is the number one on your list. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. But it's just, you know, ridiculous <laughs> that, you know, you're with somebody for so long and, uh, you know, you, you've made them so much money over the years. Right. And that's and when you're like, like, hey, well, what about those times when I made 10 times your quota? Does, does yeah. that count for anything? Like, yeah. Apparently Demand not. alimony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These guys really run these things like an actual bank, you know? I mean, <laughs> geez. Wow. Hey, thanks, Drunken Chewy. He uh, subscribed to us on, on Twitch for five months in a row. Drunken Chewy! Awesome. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Thanks, Drunken Chewy. <laughs> uh, man, oh, Sam. Uh, Liz, I, anything? Uh, I mean, you, you've got a lot here. Anything else you want to tell us? Yeah, for that for that Daggerfall, what, Overlook? I, Mike, again, you said it was millions or whatever. But I really want that title. So I, I'm like, well, okay, well, what, what do I have to do to get this? And it says you have to complete, you know, so many quests in, in the Daggerfall Covenant. 
you know, in Shornhelm and Rivenspire. So I'm like, well, I've got some Sky Sergeant Rivenspire I haven't gotten yet, and I haven't really explored there. Let me go there. And so this was last night. I was in there, and I was actually playing Legends at the same time. So I was letting the NPCs wow. talk to me. And I actually, yeah, I, I did two at once. That's talent. And I actually was listening to what they were saying because of my ADHD. I can I can concentrate on one thing and then hear something else and actually, he, you know, listen. So um, I, I was getting really, really drawn into this this thing about vampires. And then they, I, I saw some vampires feeding on some hot dude. And I'm like, well, I want to be a vampire now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't go after it, but I was following the story, and it, I've never followed the story before. But I had to go talk to High King Emric, and I realized his voice when he's whispering—it's like audible porn. Oh my god! Why is it really that enticing for a lady? It's oh, wow. it's the it's the second half of his sentences. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh huh. So All that right. got me interested, and so I really listened to what he had to say. And he was like, "Hey, trust my friend. He's a vampire, but trust him." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go talk to this guy and trust him." And he sends me through this memory thing, and I'm I'm playing as him. You know, those those kind of quests where you're playing as somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. all these like these vampire chicks were coming up to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a stud." <laughs> vampire <I> chicks. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, what's up?" <laughs> hey, Truggy! Thanks for the follow, really Truggy. This whole thing. It was awesome. And then, um, I mean, there was a sexy vampire involved, and there was this dying wife with a devoted husband, and some asshole Ar- Argonian playing with his stones and not in my the goodness instruction manual. And it was, it was like a, it was a drama, and it was all why Rivenspire was was um, like split in two. It sounds like and... a legit Spanish novella on Noticias <laughs> on, on <laughs> Univision. <laughs> and yeah, that that was kind of cool. Oh, so Rivenspire actually... is, is one of my favorite uh, quests. Like uh, the, the main quest of Rivenspire is one of my favorites there. in the game. I never liked it because I didn't like the uh, the blood fiends. Is that what they're called? Because um, they're everywhere. You can't go anywhere without hearing that and then yeah. something you know coming after you. I've never so... done like I've I've done like a couple of the quests in Rivenspire. I've never done like a million of them or completed it out there. I I should, but I haven't. Um, Especially since the fact that it's one of my favorite zones, like, aesthetically. It's just absolutely gorgeous out there. I'm still excited for Somerset because of the trees. I'm seeing pink trees blossom here in Missouri, and it's so beautiful. And every time I see one, I'm like, oh, my God, Somerset. I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) So Rivenspire is not like that. But I will say the NPCs are quite good looking. Okay. And I totally back King Emmerich. Yeah, yeah. But um, King Emmerich's your jam. Yeah, Iren can suck it. Wait, Iren? Yeah. Why queen? Yeah, but why? Because I should be queen. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Just so it. you know that. Fine. All My right. finger is actually wagging at the microphone right now. Is it? <laughs> I feel I feel wagged at. <laughs> I feel like my ear is getting wagged at. <laughs> what um, is? All right. Anything else, Liz? Um, no, I talk too much. No, no, you, you did not talk too much at all. What, what about uh, what about you, uh, Mike? I know you got uh, you got some stuff here with with uh, Skyrim. You got some stuff. Yeah. So I haven't Sweet. been playing much ESO. I logged in as I said. You know, sent a nasty gram, 
and uh, you know refed my other uh, trading guilds. Nasty grand. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, I did get the PlayStation up and running, and uh, I got uh, my computer hooked up. So I decided to play uh, some Skyrim, and I killed that treacherous Argonian uh, Beamja. He uh, is the Argonian mage that you encounter with the Ironbind Barrow. Uh, he has the Red Guard companion Salma, and this is the entire reason to go into this uh, Barrow in the first place. Is it is the only place where you can get the axe that has the Flame and Soul Chant entrapment uh, as its uh, enchantment. So it allows you to add that when you get to the level one hundred with another one, so you can have three theoretical enchantments on a single weapon. So you go in there and uh, they want to get to the treasure and you get all the way through and you beat the warlord uh, um, Garthric and he is, according to uh, uh, UESP, the most powerful Draugr in all of Skyrim, surpassing Red Eagle and the Galdur's brothers. Wow. He levels up with your character. Uh, so I beat him at level 19. He wasn't too hard. But uh, Beamja then turns on you after you activate his dialogue and uh, he is a lightning caster with unlimited magic it seems so he's a pretty tough character so I Fusro dod his ass into the wall and let Lydia and Selma whoop his candy ass into oblivion nice so it, <laughs> it, it, it was very uh, you know refreshing to see uh, Argonian uh, be turned into a leather belt by uh, uh, two women that, <laughs> that slimy scaly walking leather belt he got his coming up his comeuppance yeah. Good. It's one of the few Argonians I don't like. Um, but speaking of Oblivion, I actually then logged in and played some uh, uh, Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, and I have been working as the silencer for Lucy and the Chance, completing the dead drops. And Ooh. so far, I have killed off the family Draconis in the quest Next of Kin, which is the second uh, of the dead drops. And I have continued on with the Broken Vows. Uh where uh, you have to match killer against killer. Final Justice, uh, where you have to kill a known psychotic person. A Matter of Honor, uh, where you have to find this traveling Dunmer merchant and uh, kill him uh, without incurring a bounty. And um, many of these ones, were, especially where you have to kill them without incurring a bounty because of wherever they're at, if you initiate their, their uh, uh, dialogue, they'll actually turn on you. And this one guy, he turned on me in front of the guard in uh, the inn. And uh, the guard then actually did all of my job for me. <laughs> nice. It's like, there you go. You know, your mom, she screamed like a pig. How dare you? Wow. Just, uh, that was it. You know? <laughs> wow. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's Your rough. mother was a hamster. <laughs> hamster? Your was not. Oh, man. So I've got uh, two more to do here uh, to finish up the uh, Black Hand uh, Silencer quest line before we get to uh, honor thy mother and find out who the traitor to the Dark Brotherhood actually is. Okay. So, all right. So you. But I read Sluts of Bavril here. Oh yeah, you know that's uh, I've got to go to the Sluts of Bavril for the Kiss Before Dying quest, which is the last one. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kiss before dying, the sluts of Brazil. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's quite the quest. That one. Yeah. Which, you okay. know, they're probably going to give you something which will cause you to die. That's probably why uh, it's yeah, in like Reveal to begin with. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so Liz, um, I I hear I I see you in chat room. Uh, oh. so- <laughs> setting up the old Nern root thing. Why don't you set this up? It's a minute. We've got a minute and a half of audio here. That is, first of all, earmuffs, kids, earmuffs. No. There's some f bombs on this, but I will play it. It's a minute and a half. Uh, there's not a lot of f bombs, but it's funny. Okay, this is funny. Liz, set this up for us. Set up this audio thing. It was actually, I think it was UESP that had said he likes to uh, put the Nernroot sound on his phone to, um, you know, attract other Elder Scrolls players because they'll be the people going nuts looking for something. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that'd be an amazing ringtone. <laughs> Just but um, some some girl, um, I wish I had the link now because uh, I would love to give her credit. Oh, Kitty. Kitty Unpretty said that her husband does this when she's playing Skyrim and he comes up behind her and does this. This is mean. So so here's here's a minute and a half, so here we go. Some right, no, not you fucking asshole. No, lower to the left near the water. I don't grow in a fucking desert. I'm not a goddamn Khajiit asshole. <laughs> fucking get your shit. No, okay, there you go. There you go. No, you got me. You got me. Put me in a bag. Put me in a fucking bag. Why am I next to the bee? I don't want to be next to this bee. You combine us, nothing is gonna fucking happen. Okay? You know, look, I got properties coming out of my fucking asshole. Alright, I fortify shit you don't even know about. But you put me in a bee in a bottle, you know what's gonna fucking happen? I'm gonna be pissed off, and there's gonna be a bee in there, and you're gonna fucking try and drink it, and you're gonna drink a bee. It's gonna be in your mouth. The fuck is wrong with you? Hey, hey, Oh wow! <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and put that link in the uh, in the chat room for everyone to enjoy. Oh. That's hilarious. I will not watch or see Nernroot again without Saints. I don't grow in deserts. I don't grow in deserts like like I'm Kimchi assholes. (laughs) You combine us, nothing's gonna fucking happen. Oh my god. Oh, what I want to know is why does this Nernroot have a Brooklyn accent? That's what I'm trying to know. That makes it even better though. The muscle heads like Avar and I don't envy you for that editing. I'm not going to edit that. I, that's why I told him no, it was no. going to be f bombs. <laughs> yeah. It's rule pound root. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. Well, uh hey Dirk, thank you so much for the uh for the follow in our uh Oh no, he subscribed. Tier one sub. Oh wow. Thank you, Dirk. Greatly appreciate that. Um Dirk's the man. Alright, so we're gonna move on from um gameplay. And uh we're gonna jump right into this week in Tamrielic holidays. Again, again, I got to apologize, all right? Uh, yes, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is now weekly once again. I do apologize. Last two weeks, we have not been able to do a show, um, but next week, we'll be back. Elder Scrolls Off the Record, we will be back. We are weekly. Um, that being said, let's catch up on the Tamrielic holidays with Mike. Okay, the 20th of Rain's hand is the day of shame. All along the seaside of Hammerfell, no one leaves their houses on the day of shame. It is said that the Crimson Ship, a vessel filled with victims of the Nahatan Plague, who were refused refuge, refuge hundreds of years ago, will return on this day. Rain's Hand the 28th, Jester's Day. Be warned that today is Jester's Day in the city of Daggerfall, and pranks are being set up from one end of town to the other. It is as if a spell has been cast over the community. For even the most tessitum and dignified councilman might attempt to play a joke on his relative. The Thieves Guild finds particular attention as everyone looks for pickpockets in particular. Second Seed the Seventh, the Second Planting. The celebration of Second Planting is in its full glory this day. It is a holiday with traditions similar to First Planting. Improvements on the First Seedlings symbolically to suggest improvements on the soul. The Free Clinic's of the temples are open for the second and last time this year, offering cures for those suffering from any kind of disease or affliction. Because peace and not conflict is stressed at this time, battle injuries are healed only at full price. All right. And uh, we've got uh, one email from uh, from Justin. But uh, I am not ashamed to tell you that this is probably the single greatest email we've ever received on the show. So uh, here we go. Uh, good afternoon, ESOTR. Summer's around the corner, and you know what that means? Time to get super hyped for this summer's blockbuster movies. And that made me think about the possibility of an Elder Scrolls movie. Now, I know what you're thinking. But Justin, with the popularity of the Warcraft movie franchise, I just don't think there's room for an Elder Scrolls movie. That, my friends, is where you're wrong. Here's my idea. Of what an Elder Scrolls movie should be. <clears throat> it opens on the Imperial City, besieged by Dominion forces again. We see the Emperor nod a command to his generals, and with that, the messenger birds are released north into Skyrim. We see them get picked off one by one by one by one by adventurers trying to complete some challenge. Anyway, many birds fall. But one remains. And it lands at the College of Winterhold. From there, an attendant takes it to the Archmage, who in turn summons the head of each school, and together they summon a giant storm and send it around the northern coast of Skyrim. After the storm is sent off, an apprentice walks up and, and tugs on the Archmage's robes and says, Excuse me, sir, I, I know... It's supposed to hit Somerset, but it's going to hit Arsinium. 
The Archmage replies, yeah? So? And the apprentice looks, looks up and mumbles, but we don't have any popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the credits are finishing up. And we're watching the storm whoosh past, picking up all the hawkers along the north coast and spinning them into the storm. That's when all the hawkers along the north, that's when we get the big title, The Elder Scrolls Horknado. <laughs> the credits finish up to Yakety Sacks while Orsinium gets completely destroyed. <laughs> As the movie switches to a map view, and we watch the storm make its way to our heroes, we hear Malakath yell, Ha 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 ha! suck! Now I have to go drop a bloody curse! In all fairness, Malakath does actually say that. The next thing we see is our heroes. Okay, okay, okay. They're elves. But these elves aren't that bad. One happens to be a horkerologist. Wow. So in Somerset, that means he's unemployed, and his buddy is, of course, a storm mage, but he's afraid of lightning because, you know, reasons. So the movie follows these yahoos around with some of their friends, and these friends get picked off one by one by the raging might that is Horknado! At the end, there's a touching scene where there's a storm mage overcomes his fears as the horkerologist points out, there's one, that one is Hawkfist, the unfeasible, shock him! With his slaying, the storm calms down and they survey the damage. In the distance, they see Dominion troops returning from their siege early. And we learn the Emperor's plan worked, forcing the Dominion home to clean up this mess. And the Imperial City is still safe. Now, I know what you're going to say. Justin, this horrific turd of a straight-to-sci-fi piece of exploitation sounds super rad. And when can I expect to see this monstrosity on the big screen? Well, I would say faster than you could say CGI Horkers are awesome. And at this point, I'm just waiting on funding from Hint Hint Bethesda. Sorry for the overlong email. Hope you enjoyed it, Justin. Porknado. <laughs> Porknado. <laughs> epic. That you know that epic. gif of Ross from um, Friends doing the slow clap? I'm doing that right now for slow, you. Slow clap. We're just kind of trying not to smile. Just, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And then, and then in August they'll run a special movie, you know, Horkladon. What? <laughs> Horkladon. Oh man! So uh, I, I emailed Justin back, and I, I said this is probably the single greatest email I've ever received. <laughs> wow! So he uh, he greatly appreciated that. So uh, so thank you again, Justin. Justin Falcone. Great. Uh, Great guy Can right we there. Please call this episode for Horknado. Yeah, you wanna? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we're yeah. That's how people remember it. It was the one with Horknado or Nanroot. 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 Horknado. That so that's it. We're calling it Horknado. 
Thank you, Justin. You I named our it. episode. <laughs> well. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's going to cap off our show, folks. Um, I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Let's uh, final thoughts. Starting with uh, starting with Mike. It was good to be back, and I hope to be back on a regular basis. Uh, now that things are starting to settle into place in my life. It's good. It's good to have you back, and and hopefully we can make a habit of you being here. Uh, but if we can't, we're not going anywhere, and we know you're not either. So we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, final thoughts, Stefan. Can't wait till next time. Uh, quick mod plug, and this is especially for Liz since she was talking about it earlier. It's called uh, Quick Enchanter. It tells you everything you need to know about enchants on the go, and uh, what you need for everything. So. Oh, I've got that one. If you need it, use That's it. Yeah. 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 I had to reset my, I had to actually uninstall it, reinstall it, and then it started telling me things. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, everybody, for coming out. Appreciate it. Chat room's been awesome. Okay. Yes. And uh, and Liz. Don't put me with a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't grow in uh, the Combine desert. Us together. Like them some Like them Khajiit assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part where i thought oh my god it's you <laughs> i, I, that I yeah like you. i can get very i can get very brooklyn if i if i need to <laughs> i really can um okay guys well thank you very much everyone uh for tuning in for listening downloading and uh certainly for subscribing and all of the wonderful uh cheering and following that's been uh going on in our chat room today uh, we just got a very nice, um, a very nice cheer from Ebenwind, who uh, gave us a 20-bit uh, cheer. Uh, thank you very much, Ebenwind, for that. Elder Scrolls TV is in the chat room. He says, "Damn it, finally caught you guys at the end." Sorry, Elder Scrolls TV, but uh, all of you listening right now, um, if you if you on Twitch, if you like Twitch, you should give Elder Scrolls TV a follow as well. Uh, it's got a great channel where he just plays, you know, all different kinds of. Um, you know, Elder Scrolls videos all all throughout uh, the day. Uh, not necessarily like game streaming, just like you know, trailers and interviews and uh, you know, music and, and uh, it's really it's really very unique idea. So I really appreciate it. So give him a follow over at Elder Scrolls TV. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you again. Take care, everyone. Be safe and may the force be with you.
swallow straw and use my head alongside my heart so tame my flesh fix my eyes a tethered mind free from the Oh, God!